Welcome to Never Stop Building, where we discuss all things business, growth, and leveling up to become the most elite version of yourself. We're here to challenge fear and shatter doubt. Let's dive in. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Never Stop Building. I'm your host, Sam Kaufman. As always, super pumped to be here talking to you today. Man, I hope y'all are... I hope you guys are crushing it right now. I really do. Uh, You know, this year has been far from easy for pretty much everybody that I've spoken to. Most of my clients, both on the consulting side and the renovation side, as well as friends, family members. Um, It's just been an interesting year for a lot of people. Seems like a lot of lessons have been learned across the board. So I hope and pray that you are doing well right now. I hope that whatever lessons have crossed your path, you have owned them, um, taken responsibility for them, and you are better because of them. Because let me tell you something. Life does not end up being easy all the time, ever. Life is hard. Always, always hard. There's not some graduation point where things just get incredibly easy. Life is full of problems. And I think that the most beneficial thing that we can do for our own stress levels, our own psyche, our own just being okay is accepting that life is a series of problems that need to be solved. And if you are a leader or an entrepreneur, it's 10x for you, my friend, because your problems are no longer just your problems. They are our problems. And so many people in so many scenarios do not own our problems let alone the amount of people that struggle to own my problems. I don't mean my as Sam. I mean my speaking in the first person for all of us. Um, So many people struggle just to take responsibility for their own issues, their own problems, their own insecurities, their own fears, their own success, their own assets, their own weaknesses, their own money, whatever it is. And sometimes people end up in positions where they're supposed to be taking responsibility for others. But I'm going to tell you something right now. If you can't take responsibility for yourself, you'll never take responsibility for the care, concern, service, and love of other people. If you cannot honestly assess your life, honestly assess your situation, take full, full not not partial, not for this week or this month or this quarter, full responsibility for your life. No matter what anybody else thinks, says, feels, you can't lead other people. I think leadership is so often looked at um, with like this... Uh, allure or trying to a better way to articulate this leadership is often looked at um as a status a status and whether or not people realize it so often people are chasing a leadership position 
for status, to feel important, to feel in charge, to feel in control, not realizing that the highest form of leadership is just service to others. The lowest form of leadership is positional. The leader that leads because he was put in a position, meaning the people underneath him are led because they have to be. It is the lowest form of leadership. And nobody needs a position to be a leader. You can be a leader without a position, and you can be in a leadership position without being a leader. 100%. But the real... The real topic here, the real thing that I want everybody to hone in on this week is taking full, honest responsibility for your life. See, nobody's coming to fucking save you. Nobody is coming to put more money in your bank account for you. Your job is not going to give you a raise that's going to change your life in your children's lives generation generationally forever. And the economy is not going to turn in a way where your business is going to become incredibly profitable if you're running it into the ground now. And your tax return next year is not going to change everything for you. And 2024 is not going to be your year. If 2023 wasn't, and 2022 wasn't, and 2021 wasn't, and 2020 wasn't, and so forth and so on. And so many people, this will be my year and I'm going to do all these things and Part of taking full responsibility for yourself is being willing and able to be consistent. And I will tell you that the biggest thing that I see that people lack is not motivation. You're all, everybody's motivated. You're all out there motivated. You've got motivational podcasts and motivational content, and you're maybe even posting some motivational content. And some of it might be total bullshit. You don't even know what you're saying or posting and or what you're listening to. Motivation is not the problem. It's consistency. People are quitters. People are fucking quitters. The thought of doing something for 90 days. Most people can't stick to something consistently for 90 fucking days. We're going to live on this earth for 70, 80, 90, 100 years, and you can't stick to something for 90 fucking days? A diet, a prayer routine, a reading routine, an exercise routine, a, a, a savings routine? You can't save 2% of every paycheck for 90 days? You will accomplish all but nothing beyond what you've accomplished so far. So many people right now are full of shit, posting garbage, talking about garbage, and have not lived or are not currently living what it is they preach about or talk about. Consistency is the make or break between people who end up successful in any endeavor and people who do not. 90 days, man. If you can't do one thing for 90 days, how the hell are you going to go after anything? And believe it or not, you have a responsibility to your family to dream big. Do you not understand how deeply selfish 
it is to be so weak that you refuse to get healthy by eating and going to the gym properly, to be so weak that you refuse to save money to have a nest egg for your children or your wife or yourself or your grandkids, your retirement. Do you understand how selfish it is to, to, to smoke cigarettes or drink whenever you want or fucking not work out or not eat well, not save money? So many of you are so locked into yourself, your fucking self, obsessed with yourself, not understanding how horrendously that's holding you back. I've shared this a million times on this podcast. My personal income skyrocketed when I decided I was going to donate $25,000 in a given year. You got to make a decent amount of money to have 25,000 extra dollars to fucking donate. But everything changed for me on the personal income side when the goals became about serving the world and not just serving myself. My company blew up 3 400% growth from barely scraping a million to multi millions. In revenue, when I made it about other people. Our profit margins skyrocketed from razor fucking thin, which is standard in construction, to double digit percentages when I decided that if I didn't get the numbers together, I was going to fuck over countless families. You see, whenever we go down a road and we, 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 we hold ourselves back by being deeply selfish, I think we get short bursts of motivation to do things. Short bursts of, oh, I'm going to go to the gym because I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get shredded. And... But you need something longer term. Simon Sinek talks about this in his books, Start With Why and Leaders Eat Last, but there's a chemical, there's a brain chemical reason for this that I'm not even going to go down the road and butcher it, but dopamine versus serotonin, oxytocin, there's a flood of chemicals in the brain. Dopamine's the short hit. That's the selfish shit. That's the motivation. That's You can do it today, maybe tomorrow, maybe, maybe for three weeks you've got, maybe then you fall off because you're living on dopamine. Short bursts of dopamine in the brain. Dopamine is what happens when you get likes and comments or your posts get shared or somebody tells you how fucking inspirational you are. I believe it is serotonin, oxytocin, and a mix of other chemicals. That's where consistency comes from. When you can continue to feel good about what you're doing because it is the right thing to do. Not because people are telling you you're fucking awesome. Not because you're getting... I would say that out of a hundred pieces of content that I make, every one of them, one out of a hundred, maybe two, get somebody hitting me up and saying, man, thank you so much. But I post content on all these different platforms all the fucking time. The podcast and YouTube shorts and the Instagram posts and the Facebook daily and LinkedIn and all the coaching calls that get recorded and blah, 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 blah. So you're talking about two out of 100. You're talking about a 2% of 
If I was living on dopamine for for content production, you would never see me. This podcast would never happen. If I was living on dopamine for parenting, if I was living on dopamine of my kids telling me I was a great dad, I would never do anything for them. If I was living on dopamine for eating right and, and exercising to get my body in shape, bro, I would not go. The shit wears out. If I was living on dopamine for growing, I've been, I've been, <laughs> I have been growing and running. Been in entrepreneurship for almost a decade. People, leadership, money. I've been dealing with problems on a high level with high stress for a long time. If I was living on dopamine, if I was living on only when things were good, only when my team told me how fucking amazing I was which I'm not. I'm just a human being. Only when my clients were like, oh my God, you're the best thing that ever happened to me. Oh, your company's the best company in the whole world. I would have fucking quit a long time ago. And so many of you are quitting because you're living on that quick dopamine bullshit. That's what drugs do. That's what alcohol does. That's what pornography does. That's what the likes and the shares and the swiping, that's all dopamine. And if you are living your life on dopamine, you are fucked. Quick hits will not get you anywhere. You need long-lasting. And consistency comes, the long-lasting, the serotonin, that comes from within. That comes from within. I was out of town for two weeks and watching... Specifically watching my sales team, which we made a lot of tweaks to this year and we grew and we changed some things and watching them work as a unit these past couple of weeks has been incredibly rewarding. That's the serotonin. Nobody from that team called me and told me, man, the decisions that you made were so good. And I did make some good decisions. The thing is, it is my responsibility to be proud of that. My responsibility to own that. And where my reward comes from is watching them succeed and close deals and be excited and make money. That shit really fucking gets me going. It is my responsibility to be proud of myself. It is my responsibility to make good decisions because that's my fucking job as the CEO of my company. It is my responsibility to coach my consulting clients, my business coaching clients to healthier, more successful businesses and lives because that's my fucking job. Not because I'm hoping they're going to text me and say, man, you're the best. But so many of you are doing things for dopamine hits. Quick cash, quick likes, quick shares. Quick smile, quick compliment. And yet you're struggling to figure out why it's not working. Why it's not working. I'm going to repeat to you that the dopamine hit, that's that's the same chemical that addictive drugs release, why they're addictive. It's not just the drug, it is the dopamine addiction. Pornography, alcohol, social media, these all play on the dopamine. Your responsibility, if, if you want to be truly successful, 
long-term, if you want to build the life that you claim that you want, you have to start the multi-year process. Years. Not, not fucking weeks or months. Years process of learning how to live on the other chemicals. Rewiring neural pathways in the brain. I'm not making this shit up. I might be wrong about some of the science in there because I'm not the fucking expert here, but I'm not making this shit up. You have to rewire neural pathways. This takes years. But as we repeat behaviors in the brain, we wire pathways that autopilot certain things, decisions, behaviors, reactions, responses, feelings, chemicals, etc. It is your responsibility to rewire these pathways by doing things that are polar opposite to what you would normally do. I know this sounds crazy, but it is not. On more than one occasion in my life, I have had to make radical change in some area when I realized I was holding myself back. In order to make radical change in the area, the simplest thing for me to do is the polar opposite of what I'm currently doing, because that rewires neural pathways and quickly. If I am hitting my head against a brick wall in a particular area of my life over and over and over and over again. The next time I go to make a decision, whatever I want to do, do the fucking opposite. If I can never fucking save any money, the next time I go to spend money on something that isn't food, lights, gas, do the opposite. Transfer the exact amount of money into your savings account. You're going to go spend $43 on some vape shit? Don't quit the fucking vape and transfer the $43 into a savings account. Opposite behavior, neural pathway created. The next time you're going to go buy a pack of cigarettes, you want to quit? Transfer the $11, depending on where you live, into your savings account. The next time you're going to buy a six pack because you want to drink because you're stressed and you don't want to drink, transfer the money. I don't have any idea what a six pack costs. I haven't had a drink in uh, over 10 years. Transfer the money into your savings account. You have to do polar opposite behavior to rewire neural pathways. Struggling with your wife or husband. They start to frustrate you. You're going to snap. Don't. Polar opposite behavior. Apologize. Own whatever's happening. Ask how you can be better. Polar opposite behavior. It is your responsibility to rewire these things. It is your responsibility to change the behaviors from a long-lasting perspective. Dopamine's not working. It doesn't work for any of us. And oftentimes, we get stuck in a dopamine cycle in a particular area of our life. And when we find ourselves in depression, deeply anxious, fearful, overwhelmed, maybe even paralyzed, it's often due to a dopamine cycle that we are stuck in, that we have to find. You can usually track it by what time of day are you most deeply rooted in social media scrolling? That's probably your most anxious time of day. That's a day that needs a complete and total nerve. If you wake up and grab your phone and scroll, your morning routine needs a wildly, wildly impactful and intentional neural pathway change up. If nighttime, when you're supposed to be with your kids, you're just stuck, addicted, scrolling on social media, why are you seeking dopamine so bad at nighttime? You need a neural pathway changeover. 
Same with drinking or drugging or, or, or whatever it is that's doing this for you. When do you quit? It's the same concept. When are you quitting? Generally, it's because you're not getting dopamine from that new thing, that new motivation, that new bullshit, whatever it is that you just started. That was going to change everything for you that you couldn't you couldn't handle doing every day more than two weeks. You see, what's crazy to me, like when I talk about like even health and fitness, for instance, like I have been doing 2019. In four months, it'll be five years consistent, not a single fucking break. And I don't have the perfect body. I don't have the dream body. Yet. I'm not there yet. Fitness has gone from number one priority to number seven priority to number three. Pri- it's changed over five years. The, the fucking, the key, I never stopped. Which means that if I need to put it back to number one priority, it's really easy. If I need to drop it down to four, it's really easy. Bring it up to two, it's really easy because it never stopped. I was always consistent. This year when I decided I was going to make a very, very impactful change on my body fat percentage... And I was going to take 12 months to do it. And it was, I don't want to say it was easy because the work was not easy, but the implementation was actually quite simple because I had already been doing it for fucking four years. It wasn't new. It was just adjust. I just adjusted. I adjusted the cadence, the intensity, the effort. I'll pick up a book and I want to read it. It's not hard. It's simple. I just adjust the effort, the cadence, the intensity. Simple because I've been reading consistently for years. I need to pray more, more intently, or it's not it's not hard because I've been praying consistently for years. Leading consistently for years, showing up consistently for years, getting up early consistently for years, going to bed consistently for years. Do you see how much simpler things become when you just maintain the healthy habit through the point at which you want to quit? Because you will want to quit. I was on vacation. And at one point, I thought to myself, man, maybe I'll just take a break from training so hard. This is kind of nice. And then I told myself to go fuck myself because that's the bitch voice talking to me. That's the disease deep inside of me. That's the enemy fucking coming after me. Whatever you want to call it, addicts call it a disease, Christians call it the enemy. Andy Frisell and Ryan Stuman call it the, 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 the force of average and the bitch voice, name it whatever you need to name it to understand that you are constantly lying to yourself and trying to convince yourself not to do the things you know are good for you. And in that moment, I was, the voice came in. The voice came in and said, it would be nice to just take a break. And I had to immediately go, yeah, but I'm not, I'm not there yet. I didn't do anything yet. I haven't done anything yet. I've not hit the goal. Yeah, but it would be nice. This has been a nice two-week vacation. You've only lifted like five times. No structured cardio. You know, like 30,000 steps a day, but no structured cardio. Wouldn't this be nice? No. No, it wouldn't. See, but that's the dopamine coming after me. Skipping the workout gives you a dopamine hit. I did. Look at look at me. Like I slept in. I got extra sleep. You convince yourself things to get a quick hit of dopamine. Because going to the gym doesn't do it. 
after a couple of weeks of working out and eating right, there's no dopamine left in the situation. Now you just have to continue doing it because it's the right thing to do. My point being, um, I constantly think about quitting things that are difficult. Like I said in the beginning, life is inherently difficult, period. Not difficult while fill in the blank, not difficult until yada yada. Life is inherently difficult, period. Life is a series of problems that need to be solved. Your job is to get better, to solve the problems faster, more efficiently, more productively, with more integrity, with more service to other people. Now, you might not think that's your job, or you might be super excited that that's your job. Both of you are wrong. It is your fucking responsibility as a human being on planet Earth to be better, to get better, 1% better every day, to lead better, to love better, to provide better, to serve better, not just others, but also yourself. And for those of you incredibly excited because you want the status or the cloud or the whatever, of this shit is hard. There is no status and there is no cloud. There is nothing special about having dozens of people that you directly impact and then hundreds of people impacted by those people and then thousands of people impacted by the people that you are impacting and the people that they are impacting. It is hard. It is painful. It is exhausting. But it is the epitome of consistency. It is the thing that releases the serotonin, oxytocin. I believe that's them. If I'm wrong, don't fucking crucify me. That releases the two, three chemicals that lead to consistent effort. If you are living your life relying on dopamine, I suggest you start rewiring neural pathways. I'm talking about this because I don't think enough people actually understand the neurological and psychological reasons behind what they're doing. People just assume that they are who they are. They're either great or defective. We're humans. We're complex. We have triggers. We have emotions. We have these neural pathways. We have psychological blockers. There's a lot going on often. But I will tell you a universal truth, regardless of what your issue is. Action will change you. Action will change you. Consistent action over a long period of time will permanently change you. So action will change you now. Consistent action will change you forever. The choice is absolutely yours. Till next time.